Hello, and welcome to the Magic for Realists podcast. This is the 58th dose, and it's called I Bought a Bus. My name is Lindsay Celeste, and I'm making this podcast. Uh, well, lately I haven't been making this podcast much because I've been very busy with other things. <laughs> Usually I make, well, previously I've been making this podcast more regularly because I wanted to share with you some magic that I found in the real world, like some practical things that make my life better. And I guess I've been kind of immersed in that uh, myself lately and not talking about it on, on this podcast. So it's time for a little update. And yeah, the big announcement is that I bought a bus. Um, you, If you've been following for a while, you know that I live in a trailer um, in a rural part of my town and I also have an art studio and I love living in a small private space. Um, I think the lifestyle and choices that having a small personal space um, allows me or necessitates me to make a really uh, value actually. And I've lived in this trailer now for three years, which is much longer than I expected. Actually, almost exactly three years. And uh, the trailer's wearing out, and it's it's like a trailer from the 80s. It's made of all sort of like faux wood. It's just not well built, you know? It's not worth fixing. It could still... I hope that somebody still wants to live in it for a while, because it's not like completely gone. But it's time for me to move on. And uh, so I was wondering what my next stage would be. And in the last few years, I had been in a relationship that I thought would become my next living plan. And when that shifted in the spring, there's this big feeling of like, oh, wow, what do I do now? Uh, yeah, I wonder if you also experienced a shift in the spring. There's a lot of people, I was, it just seemed like a lot was changing for people then. Uh, do you ever notice these sort of like collective shifts? That's a side note. Anyways, um, yeah, so thankfully I wasn't in a rush to make my next living arrangement plan. I was able to just get used to the relational transition of being, I, I'm not sure what the word, I don't really like the word single. I play with the word solo because I don't know, single to me has these connotations of like really alone and maybe celibate, <laughs> neither of which I necessarily feel. Um, anyways, uh, I'm not making big life decisions alongside anybody. So uh, I'm making them on my own. Which means I was in charge of where to live next. And yeah, I could like logically explain why it's time to move. But it's more just a felt sense of like, okay, this chapter's over. And it's time to do something else. The housing rental market where I live is, um, I get, everybody acknowledges it's, I don't know, sometimes they say insane or like really tight or whatever adjective they use. 
uh, there are places to rent here. They just, they would require me to work either at a different job or like way more than I currently do. And I really value my like work-life balance, I suppose. There are so many things I love doing that are not, uh, are not working for somebody else at least. Um, I'm really excited about my own artistic pursuits, uh, making magic capes and selling tarot cards. And I want to have space in my life for those to develop. So I, I don't have the work scenario that easily enables me to rent a conventional house around here. And also, I don't think I want to. Like, I, one of the things I love about living in a trailer is that it's small, as I said. It means that I could clean my, excuse me, I'm yawning. Um, it means I can clean my house really quickly. It means I can't accumulate very many things. And I get to choose my purchases carefully. I get to curate my wardrobe. It's just, it's such a, I love living in a small space. <laughs> uh, granted, also having a studio where I can spread out my bigger things and host people is a really, really great combination. And I love living so close to the outside. I am recording this from my trailer and like there's trees mere feet away from me, like right outside the window. And this has some consequences as far as like, you know, temperature differential. Like this is not a climate controlled building. There's no AC. There's, you know, it gets a lot colder in the winter. And though this is, you know, sometimes going to a big house that has all those luxuries um, I really enjoy doing from time to time I notice that I feel it's almost like I feel more like a grounded animal when I when I'm closer to the natural world and the environment and the temperature and I don't I don't want to be really removed from it I think that's part of what factors into my next housing decision is still wanting to feel really involved in where I am I guess like not insulated from from the world um but insulate but like there's a you know I don't want to live in a tent that's a little bit a little bit too thin I love being in a tent but not all year round because I really like being warm this was like one of the big things of of the next place to live is like how do I stay warm so I was exploring different options that are unconventional quote-unquote and decided that likely living in a vehicle of some sort would be my next move that I'm welcome to park where my trailer has been but I'm not sure how long that welcome will remain and I'm also not sure how long I want to stay living exactly here um I you know there's a lot of different feeling of shift in my life and so setting up my next housing that could accommodate for further shifts while not being like a loss of investment it's really interesting to me so I decided a vehicle would be a good way to go and I started exploring what kind of vehicles to live in how small how big 
decided I wanted to be able to stand up in it uh, and have a really comfortable bed and also be able to cook in it. So that rules out some of the like super small basic like you know camp for a weekend kind of vehicles that would work in the summer when you can spread out outside but I want a all-season vehicle all-season house vehicle and I felt like I was entering this sort of mystical dare I say manifestation process of asking questions pursuing ads it felt like (laughs) It felt like I was online dating vehicles. You know, like I'd look at these profiles and pictures and and overviews, and like, oh yeah, that one, that one's in- maybe this one that might be interesting. Then like send them a message, maybe hear back. Often not hear back. <laughs> like sometimes set up a first date to like go check it out. Anyways, I did a few of those. This has been maybe a month and a half or something process, and. uh then I was talking over this whole decision with someone very dear to me and uh, just like explaining all the what had led to these thoughts. And I noticed as I was explaining that I, I got clarity that I wanted my next situation to feel like an upgrade, to feel like, oh, excuse me, I'm recording this in the morning and I'm still yawning. Uh, that even though it'll be smaller square footage than what I live in now, I, I wanted it. I want it to feel like an upgrade, to feel like better quality, more suited to me, more beautiful than what I currently live in. And that also, there was this, like, as I was explaining that upgrade feeling, I got this sort of remembrance of this vehicle I'd seen online that is like a turquoise teal colored short school bus I was like oh somehow that seems like like that vehicle that's the one I want to see next and I hadn't even messaged them yet so a few days later when I got back online I was like hunting around kind of almost a little bit frantic like where's this picture is it still for sale (laughs) like which site was it on where did I find it and found it again messaged the the person and someone got back to me right away and I, of course, of course, the, the bus was on the island where I used to live. It's very kind of like mythic in my mind. And the, the bus is for sale on that island. So I, a smaller island than where I usually live. And uh, so I just smiled to myself. I was like, well, this is, this is interesting. I'll, I'll go over and see it. And so I went to see the bus, which was had much less interior than uh, maybe I had been expecting. However, the person selling the bus, not the owner, but the seller, uh, has also made his own bus and has lived in it for two years. So we got to talking about building buses, building houses, building tiny homes. I don't... I'm sometimes I mix up the wording it's like you build a house into a bus or you build a bus into a house it's a, is it a house or a home hopefully both it you know it's a truck bo- it's a truck engine with a bus body it's a vehicle that I'm going to live in and we just really hit it off and I made an arrangement 
to be able to work with him on refitting or re like transforming that's the word my bus into a home so I've hired him and his expertise to help me with all the parts I don't know and I get to learn from him and put in labor to make to make it into a house we've started uh it's he's gutted it and I've done a little bit of scraping on the rusty floor and it's almost at the stage of like being able to start insulating and rebuilding the inside I notice already that there's I have a lot of excitement and sometimes I feel a bit daunted but that the the daunted doesn't last very long because of a few things one there's wonderful people in my life who I can talk it through with I feel really lucky I guess to have met someone that I get to work on this project with and also because there's like this mystical element of things working out and coming together in how I found this bus and in how I'm finding material and it seems to like I I guess I believe in the process of like serendipitous unfolding I've watched it in my life before and this feels like it's happening that way and also because it's a small space so like as I was working on the floor yesterday I you know it's like I'm scraping it's a 92 bus so it's like 20 feet long on the outside probably like it makes it becomes about exactly 100 square feet inside which I think is like it strikes me as a very sane allotment for one human person like as an as a sort of like how much space does one body need 100 square feet seems like seems so good it seems yeah it's like just enough space which also means that every stage of the process is like not that not that big <laughs> like it's you know on one hand quote it's like hard work to scrape this rust off and prep it for the the rust inhibitor and the vapor barrier and the insulation and or sound deadening insulation and then floor and uh I'm learning so much already anyways but you know like you do a few square feet and then there's like You can already see, it's like, oh, I'm almost a third of the way done. Oh, I'm halfway done. Oh, I'm all the way done. Like, it's just nothing on the bus is that big. And it feels, as a result, it's just like one stage after the next, it's going to be possible. Yeah, so I am, I feel like I have not only a new project, but also a... It's a sig- it's a significant life stage to be taking on such a large project to take care of myself. To have answered this housing question unconventionally, to not be sort of bemoaning that I that I can't buy a house, for example, and I have bought a house. It's just a tiny house on wheels, <laughs> and it's the biggest. F- uh, for the first time I've taken on it like a loan in order to buy this that's a new experience for me and doesn't feel as scary as I thought uh, and it just feels like the right size the right size of risk the right size of project the right size of house 
uh, and sometimes it's a little bit frightening because <laughs> it's like, it feels very, uh, like I'm just aware that it's a decision I've made on my own and that I'm responsible for it. And yet I'm also feeling very supported by my, my people. Yeah. I'm using a lot of repurposed materials, so finding old cabinets and driftwood and, oh, it's going to be, if you, if you know me in person or if you, I don't know, know me from this or from pictures on Instagram, you can probably start to imagine some of my aesthetic applied to a tiny house. I'm, I'm just very excited to see how it turns out and excited to share it with you. And there's lots of exciting little details. Uh, I'm putting my my treadle-powered sewing machine in. So I will have this, like, off-grid creation station. Which has been, like, a life... A, a long time dream. I used to have a sewing machine on the boat I lived on. And I loved the phenomena of being able to travel while, like, sleeping in my own bed every night and I'm excited to have that again in my life yeah um so that's taking up quite a bit of my time and energy and mental space it's also glorious summer here so I'm squeezing in some hikes and swimming in the river and the ocean usually on warm days here I swim in two different bodies of water at least in a day and that delights me to no end and I have I have some other podcasts in mind honestly I've just been really busy with all this unfolding (laughs) so yeah I appreciate the it's been nice to keep in touch with some of you on Instagram and if you want to follow along this bus build situation I will be putting some pictures on there as will my helper and yeah just if you're curious come along for the ride and also if you if you would like to have okay I imagine that for some of you if you lived close by you would love to come and help me on some part of it some like you know labor of scraping or painting or installing things and most of you don't live close enough by that you could actually offer that So I decided to set up a GoFundMe page that if you want to contribute some, quote, hours of labor, uh, my helper is $25 an hour Canadian. And so if you want to contribute towards his labor, it'll be like as if you helped me. Um, No pressure, but I would super appreciate any contributions towards making this happen with less financial stress. Um... So I'm going to put the link for that in these show notes, if that's interesting to you. Um, And what else? I feel like I'm supposed to make this into some sort of like, you know, tidbit, nice lesson for you to take home. But I'm sure you'll distill something if you want to. Um, Otherwise, I just hope it was, it's nice to um, make one of these again. I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope that your summer, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere or your winter in the Southern Hemisphere, is going well. I always love to hear from you. And thanks for your patience in this period where 
I'm not making these very regularly because other stuff is happening. Uh, yeah, I hope you keep keep in touch. Okay, bye for now.